0: Vyasa and I saw the new Jackass, and it was fantastic. Ten out of ten.
1: Most fun I've had in a the theater my whole life.
0: Yep, uh, I my face hurt from smiling afterwards. Um, you know what I'm going to actually do is I'm going to put on the first Jackass movie in the background, and if it ends, then I know we've gone too far. Um, Perfect. Anyways. Uh... That's the same thing. So, I'm doing, as someone who's never seen Kirk.
2: Jackass one, two or three. If I watch Jackass Four, will I be confused?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, will I not know what's going I've
1: on? I've been I've been going back and watching the old ones because I I also didn't grow up watching them. I, I knew a few skits just because those skits were famous enough. But right. I I think I I th- I'd rather you start with four actually. Because the first three I I'm not gonna say they're worse, but like if you're not ready for, for the level that Jackass is at uh, in terms of the grosser stuff, yeah. the first Yeah, like that's the thing that frozen. I'm concerned
2: about.
0: Like- Yeah. Honestly, four is, in my opinion, the best one. It, it was the one I enjoyed the most. Part of that might've been that I went to go see it in the theater, but it has, from my by my estimation, the highest level of stunts to gross out gags ratio- and that is right. like what I like. I like uh, watching Johnny Knoxville get shot out of a cannon. I like watching people get hurt. Uh, I have I am less interested in. Yes, um, <laughs> I'm less interested in watching them like eat horse manure or whatever, which yeah. is de- which is like the other type of, of jackass gag. A little you're, you're, bit yeah, can be funny, three, but
1: the first three movies have more poop. I don't think this one had poop. Can, can no, I, I don't that? think it
0: had any poop except for, oh, it had, well, uh, no spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, my fa- By far my favorite thing in the lead up to this movie coming out is reading interviews with Trotty Knoxville where he talks about jackass like he's in the Hurt Locker and getting uh, gored by a bull is his, like, Iraq <laughs> <laughs> like like Which, he, yeah he, he like he, in all his interviews he just talks about like he was like yeah you know like it's been 10 years but just like for that entire 10 years i was just thinking about you know getting getting back on the getting back on the horse so to speak like getting getting uh k- kicked off the horse <laughs> um uh, the i'm a bit, for- the clips i
2: see of jackass are hilarious
0: like the, the <laughs> golf course thing is so good the, same, golf,
1: course, the, yeah, that's my the golf course yeah that's my favorite like in the car on the way back from the theater i would uh, just I, on, and i have seen that so many times and i didn't even know that was jackass when i grew up
0: i uh I, saying jackass and hurt locker in the same sentence i'm now just having a, a vision of johnny Knoxville doing like the thousand yard stare at the dildo aisle <laughs> just being like yet. oh there's so it many sure choices be. Sorry Okay.
1: Um, yeah. oh, and that's not a spoiler for me no uh, I think throughout my rewatch of the movies uh, the best sketch I, I to me the best sketch before Jack s four is the terror taxi one
0: yeah that that's a, fa- that's that a classic that's a famous one yeah, Elliot for
1: sure. i I'll send you a link to this one it is the funniest thing of all time but Jackson sure. I saw i I started watching that one maybe a third of the way through he yeah. was working at the same time so I didn't realize. <laughs> That they were in on it I just thought it was a very racist sketch At first oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But it wasn't and so I mean it's, it's not like, not it's a, a racist sketch
1: a, I, Yeah yeah it's 2006 um, But I, I think It's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen It's very funny um, the, the new one uh, Like this Have you seen Bad Trip The Eric Andre and Lil Rel movie that came out On Netflix a few I months not. Back? That is made by a lot of the same, same people, but it's them working with Eric Andre. And it's hmm. actually like a narrative movie, Oh, interesting! about three quarters of the scenes of the movie are, are scenes in public that use public interactions with random people.
0: Johnny but, Knoxville has also done that, like the Jackass and the Jackass guys yeah, have yeah, also yeah. done that with Bad Grandpa and I think maybe Action Point too. To some degree, oh, yeah. I'm not no, sure. No, no, not I haven't seen one. either one, but
1: but but yeah, it's it's uh it's Eric Andre does Bad Grandpa. It's fantastic. It's I'll uh, have to I watch wish it. I wish I could see that in theaters, mm-hmm. but it they release it on Netflix only. Um, Elliot, you should check it out. I think it would be a good like lead into Jack. Sure. Because, um And Anyways. also, I, I've seen people say that this movie is like a lot kinder. Uh, it is.
0: Yeah, I would say it and is, and I would in a, is of, is in a number of in a number of ways. Watches. They have they have aged they've aged shockingly gracefully, um, yeah. but the reason why I bring it up is because it has a cameo from PK Subban in All it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, really uh, good scene. It's.
1: I thought it was just going to be a little bit silly. It was like, no, no. PK PK was perfect in it. He was
0: fantastic. He clearly loved that he was in it. Um, Aaron McGeehy, Danger Aaron is the star of the movie in my opinion oh, because fuck. he by far goes through the most shit. I won't give any of it away other than uh, he does the cup test with <laughs> P.K. Subban's slap shot. <laughs> and he even, they even deck him out in like, goalie gear and shit. And uh, uh, P.K. Except hits for him. his crotch. Yeah, uh, and P.K. hits him in the head first. Imagine a goalie wearing assless chaps.
1: Yes. That's, and a cup.
0: And <laughs> still a cup.
1: That's what you got. And, and P.K. just leans into the slap shots. And...
0: And it dents, uh,
1: <laughs> it dents the cup cup real bad.
0: <laughs> it's a bad slap shot. Like it's a it, really bad it one. is really bad. Ma- it's a massive. Slap it's
1: P.K.'s it's P- it's P- it's P- best moment in, in a long time.
0: Yeah, truly. Although uh, I was looking at his I was looking at some numbers the other day and he's uh, he's not what he once was, but he's having a decent season in uh, in New Jersey from what I can tell from what I can right. tell. Okay. Scoring a surprising amount at even strength and not really paying on the power play. Again, this is just from me looking at numbers. So I have not watched right. a single New Jersey Devils game, so I might be completely wrong. Well, good for it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Sucking, you know, sucked.
3: Speed, agility, power. I'm a big fan of these things. All of the performance I demand for myself on the ice is here. I handles all of my needs in dynamic fashion.
0: We Had a bit of a late start today. So, you know, uh hi, welcome to Rocks Fever, blah blah blah. blah. I'm John right, right, with right, your right, host, right, blah, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. Vyas Elliot are with me as always. What's up? Uh how you guys doing? Great, awesome, good, good. glad good. to hear it. Um <laughs> We're doing a speed run episode. We're doing a speed run episode, yes. Um, I mean I
1: have I have all up- right. Oh god, I guess I have updates. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you're moving. I'm moving. Did we mention me Jackson, that already? Uh, Jackson's wow. getting married. I'm moving. These are the same huge things. Yes. Uh, uh, so I'm packing a lot. I've he heard that Jackson's getting married. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, I, lost my I lost my <laughs> chance. I lost my chance. Yeah, so that's uh, that's probably going to happen by the time we do our next episode. Uh, I'm super stoked for that. Uh, I get to live pretty close to Elliot, so he help might be, yeah. be- might be able to do a lot of recordings in person. Uh, I have. I will have to learn how to do office. that again,
0: so that'll be. Funny. Yeah, we'll
1: fi- we'll figure it out. I'll. I got. Uh, we 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 have a better idea of how to do this now. I think.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah,
1: and it's not going to be like I'm jumping between you guys every couple weeks, like. No, no, off.
0: that's for sure. Yeah,
1: which is no, kind of yeah. how it was happening for a bit.
0: I believe but, um, we will do one more of these before I get married and then go on hiatus yeah, for a little bit. I think,
1: um, I, I think so, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And also, what was the other thing? Oh, today was the last day at my job.
0: Oh, but word. I, and, which job was, was
1: this again? Extremely anticlimactic. So this whole time I've been doing my articling, uh, which is just uh, the job you have to do right after law school, Right. apprenticeship.
0: Um, oh, Writing to... articles for Daily Hive, as I do. As well.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm using my pen name, Rob Williams. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I, I just know a lot of people are like interested, but I like kept it private. Um, I was working for this climate change litigation place, um, which is cool. Um, but I am excited to come back to Vancouver and hopefully do more people oriented stuff. Um, uh, yeah, last time I, uh, I got a really fucking sweet job. I came through the podcast. So, if, uh, you know, if I'm looking for a job in May. So, uh, this is, this is me saying, uh anybody has cool shit for BSRM, let me know. Um, I will be getting my ass kicked for the next two months because I have to do, like, starting Monday, I have to do the bar exam course. And it's going to be fucking hard.
2: So, It's I, a shame we don't know anyone who does uh, bar prep as a career.
1: I don't think there's, like, it's not as big of a thing. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't do that anymore. Christina doesn't do that anymore, I'm pretty
0: sure. She doesn't. She is yeah. not.
2: Also I'm pretty sure you have to take the bar like where you're gonna do law. As yeah.
0: I have said before, I think the bar is made up because uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did it in, after studying for two weeks. Getting calls like to the bar
2: sounds like a joke lawyers make when they want to like fuck off at 3 p.m to get drinks.
1: Absolutely. Well, they, they make they make all those jokes for sure. Uh, um, yeah, uh, just get new stuff. Uh, just wanted to update, update the fans. Oh, and also, yep. uh, later on in this episode, we have to do a redraft uh, of, of one of the uh, the people who received a prize, but we'll oh, get yeah. that later, but, but just stay tuned for that's, that.
0: The, that's a very funny story, too, because... Well, we'll,
1: and we'll get I, there. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll I so just wanted to tease it for, for later.
0: The big piece for... of news this week is the Canucks hired another AGM, a very famous one at that, and another uh, woman, which is, I think, not too exactly. much of a surprise. Hired women, guys. Yeah, um, it's not it's not too much of a surprise. I don't think because I believe they sort of telegraphed this through the media that they were considering another woman for the job. But what was a I, surprise, I, yeah, to me, was that it was Cami Granado, because I just sort of figured because she had the job in Seattle that that was kind of what she was doing i guess but it's a promotion for her so i guess i shouldn't be that surprised but i just kind of thought she was going to be off the table after seattle nabbed her a couple years ago Mm
1: -hmm. when somebody gets a job a little bit too close to vancouver yeah it's fair assumption this this uh this came out of left field for me too like i know you said that they did telegraph uh like hiring another woman kind of thing but i i Thought that was just paying lip service. I, I didn't believe that they're actually going to like, I thought, I thought it was going to be something where they hired one. And so they're going to say, all right, stop bothering us. We've already hired one. Yeah, that's, how it all, sure. that's how it always happens. Yeah. Um, and I'm pleasantly yeah. really surprised that they, they're taking it seriously. And cause Kami Granado is what, one of the first, like the first woman inducted to the hockey hall of fame. Um, yeah. Uh, like she is a, a huge fucking legend. Uh, I, I think uh, I, I don't I don't know enough about her career to compare to to Ray Ferraro, but like Ray Ferraro is the is uh, is like the trophy husband here, or or not absolutely not, sure, not the trophy husband, but he's just
0: like no, like sure. he's lucky to be with her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, like how is he the trophy a, husband if she has more trophies? No, um. in a uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a situation where we're talking about two tremendously talented hockey players who were married to each other ferraro is the lesser hockey player in his by by, by quite a lot which is shot which is yeah. like shocking because ray cause... ferraro was an amazing player who had an amazing career like and,
1: and a lot of people uh, have called for ray ferraro to to be a jam uh, like he's he's always been a candidate uh, as gm for a lot of teams and uh i know he was in the cards for bank like yeah, they've mentioned talk about he's, him in People talk so,
0: about him all the time as a potential like, but, like guy who could so, come out of the media.
1: Yeah, and this is so like a way better decision than him. Like uh yeah. So this is I really mean cool. my
0: one uh, my one like thing that I wonder about just for the sake of fairness is like with what an absolute pile of dog shit Seattle is like how much Granado has to wear that? But I think from what I can uh, tell, it's not very much.
1: So. I mean, her job, her job since being in Seattle uh, and it doesn't, it's not just this season. I think it's last season too, when they weren't even. That's right. When yeah. we were icing a team. She's what she's been based out of Vancouver the whole time. She's been yeah. scouting the Canucks. So we <laughs> like, she's been, she's been in there. I think I was just listening to Grant say this. Yeah, that's season. right. Yeah. She, she's been watching every Canucks game uh, for the last two years. You need an AGM who who knows the players. She knows the Canucks better than Emily Costengay, Patrick Melvin, and yep. Jim Rutherford. Yeah, yeah. Like she she, uh, and I'm re- I'm totally repeating the take here. Uh, but you you need to know who your assets are before you can trade them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. No, that's that's totally true. Uh, and it's it doesn't matter to me that that's a photocopied take because. It's a correct one and one that a lot of people in uh, hockey would share. And I mean, you talk about Granada's accomplishments like uh, it when you're this is going to uh, this is a bit of a uh, this is a bit of a backhanded compliment. But when you are a uh, member of the U.S. women's hockey team who has won a gold medal rather than just a silver medal, you know, you've done <laughs> something right. Um and I know she won one, at least one in, N- Nagano. in Nagano. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, she was uh, she's been, you know, decorated like fucking hundreds of thousands of times. I remember in like a mailbag article that I wrote in like 2017, like whenever Haley Wickenheiser got hired, somebody asked me about like, oh, should the Canucks hire a woman? And I was like, yeah, they should hire Cameron Granada. That's the obvious. Leafs hire Haley Wickenheiser. Canucks hire Cameron Granada. She's she's in our backyard. Like she's pretty much like the next biggest um, women's hockey player in that sort of age range after Wickenheiser. Um, you know, I obviously it remains to be seen like what she's gonna do, how she's gonna do, but uh, this is like. You know this is like getting the opportunity to hire like a wayne gretzky like mario lemieux level yep. player into your yeah. organization and it's uh it's it's it I, accepts, I, I, like I, good at management yeah <laughs> well we hope is
1: like along along those lines is we just hired steve
0: eiserman sure yeah but Cam absolutely Cam there yeah. we Not go but.
1: and it's it's like <laughs> we have cammy granado and that's huge uh one thing, and I, I, again, I can't tell if I'm photocopying this or not, but I was thinking back to, do you remember when uh, famed son Spencer Gillis uh, leaked that Pittsburgh Penguins pitch document? Of course, Pretty yes. Yeah. One of the key things in there was the structure of uh, the front office, was having like 30 AGMs basically, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a huge stretch of AGMs that, that, uh, that had a lot of uh, decision-making power uh, between themselves. Um, This is this kind of seems like the Canucks are just adopting. It's not just this. There's other things to this, but it looks like they're actually taking up Gillis's pitch on how a front office should run just without Mike Gillis. Well, they're certainly modernizing. They stole
0: stole his playbook because they.
1: Once a hyperbaric chamber shows up to the arena,
0: (laughs) I know I'm right. Well, they they certainly like are they're joining the 21st century here by having now I believe. Is it four AGMs or Emily Castangay? Emily, I think it's actually it's three and then a GM and a president. Um, yeah, because there's Emily Castongue, uh, Derek don't, don't Clancy, forget, and oh yeah, Derek and Kastenge. now Cami Granado. And don't um, forget,
1: you have the Sidians too, who are being groomed to be
0: absolutely something yeah. to something.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and, and they, when they speak, that basically is an AGM speaking.
0: And they have a lot of yeah. uh, oh, and there's Stan Smeal as well. And Sam Smeal. yeah. yeah. Uh, who I think has been promoted. I'm under that impression. Okay. Because he wasn't, I don't believe he was an AGM under, he wasn't under Jim Betting, and I believe he is now. Now I want to look this up. Um, or maybe he's still he just does, a senior advisor. He does
2: retire, or whatever he is. I guess he got demoted, even though he is now officially the most winningest Knucks general manager or something. <laughs>
0: yeah. He has the best is winning percentage. He has <laughs> the win- best winning percentage. Around- yeah. Right. Winning percentage because winning would probably it. be the
2: most wins. Also. I hate that That's word.
0: Right. Yeah. It's a bad word.
2: It's not a word. It's like when it's like when all the, um, 12 year olds would say like reversing that other team. That drove me wild. Oh, I don't right. know why this is <laughs> still. Reversing them? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh-huh. the thing that I forgot about until now.
1: I am just, I can't find like a list of the front office, but, uh, but yes, Smil. So you guys can look this up. <laughs> Smeel, uh got named uh Vice President of Hockey Ops.
0: No, um, he's still just senior advisor, my bad.
1: Oh, no, no, it says uh on a CBC article December 16, 2021. Uh he oh. named Rutherford oh. named Smeal his Vice Fuck President of Hockey
0: you, Operations. Wikipedia? Oh,
1: well.
0: <laughs> Wikipedia is not telling me. I'm that,
1: I'm so. trusting our uh Yeah, I'm going to go with Yes,
0: absolutely. The uh the, our, uh, the communist broadcasting company. That's right.
1: Uh, Is there anything we have to say about the convoy? Oh, man. I did, I did see.
0: Uh,
2: convoy. I'm sorry that I was away last weekend, so I couldn't help fuck up their shit. I um,
0: uh, Convoy, I think he had a pretty good career for the Flames. Um, <laughs> He's I don't in the know. front office now. I'm pretty- it's definitely <laughs> in
2: the bottom half of the Jefferson Airplane songs. I don't know if that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah uh i don't i mean
1: I live, I'm, say? I'm pretty scared because i'm moving next week i mean like this, this is a stupid reason to be scared but i live on uh, like a dead end road or like a cult like there's a called the second end of the road sure and I'm, I'm right by royal jubilee hospital and it's a really like richmond road uh which is the road i take to get out is right. really narrow and that's the biggest hospital in Victoria, and I'm moving next weekend. And the biggest convoy days are in, like Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. If they if they protest the hospital, which they, um, luckily they haven't yet, but you know more and more people are being goaded. Uh, I uh, will say, I'm I'm uh,
0: it has been funny to watch uh, Damian Cox and Mike Zigamenus fight about the convoy, because um, da- Damian Cox, of course, noted Lib um maybe sometimes even sometimes even better than a lib honestly with hey if, if his hockey takes, Damian Cox is not talking about hockey he is great about he it. rocks yeah exactly um uh mike zigomanus doing the annoying canadian like both sides version of being a convoy guy where he's like i am vaccinated but i uh, like support the truckers because of freedom or whatever um <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I just think the whole thing is kind of stupid. Uh, and by which I mean, like, obviously they are stupid. But I also think, like, a lot of the fear-mongering about it kind of reminds me of, like, January 6th. It's like, if these people I mean, fucking took over the Capitol, they wouldn't know what to worse. do with it. Okay, so... Yeah, maybe it is, honestly. It's worth kind
2: of mentioning that, like, works. their explicit manifesto is like, yeah, we want to overthrow the government... So there's like a non-hysterical reason to say like, hey, their official objective is this like pretty bad thing because they want to overthrow the government in a bad way. But like, sure. I mean, for, yeah, they're for not going to do it.
1: For me, the scariest thing though is that they're they're just led by cops and ex military yeah. people. Sure. Yeah. And, Like, even if they sound and crazy, like, they know they know what all the tactics are very well, and they have the cash to do it.
2: And they know that the cops are, like, low-key on their side, so they're going to let them do whatever they want. Yeah. That's and true. terrorize and, and, and Ottawa the American
1: for, like, two deep weeks. State, and the American Deep State just kind of feels like it's it's too entrenched in to want January 6th to have happened. Right. So uh, this, like, uh, this feels like uh, the cops at, at all levels, uh, military police at all levels, like, would be fine with... Uh, with this getting worse and worse. So, so I, I honestly think it's, it's scarier, but I also, I hate most of the lib takes on it. I just,
0: I just look at the coalition of people and just think like beyond it. It it just has nowhere to go because it's so um, incoherent and it's like people, that ha- that the first thing out of their mouth is mandates but then the second thing out of their mouth is like who fucking knows you know i think i think like, yeah, yeah. that
1: would be that would be true if it was like like that's true for occupy wall street but occupy wall street didn't have uh law enforcement connections and lots of cash
0: yeah that, that's, that's true that, that's, that's where i'm true. like
1: yeah. we have we have just straight up not seen this before so uh, i'm not i'm not saying i'm expecting the worst and it's just that the, it is it is unprecedented. Um,
0: I honestly what I expect is I expect restrictions to start to lift within the next couple of months. And I expect these people to take credit for it. Um yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. Be sure. because of a be thing sure. that was going to happen anyway. And then I I also I, don't think
2: that any governments are gonna be smart enough to be like I feel like the smart thing to do would be to extend restrictions restrictions a little bit. Sure. I think it'd be is- like fine. Right. Like, we're not
0: giving into to you. Yeah, yeah. That would be a funny, like, just like, mean, like, no, you don't even fuck say you. it out loud. Just do yeah, it. No.
2: Just be yeah. like, yeah, fine. Uh We were going to lift Well, you know, rest. You have to show your vaccine mandate to get into, or vaccine passport to get into yeah. restaurants. And we were going to lift that in June, but now we're going to lift that in July.
0: Yeah, you know, it would, I, you saying this though reminds me of a funny thing, which is that these, these guys, like, they've literally made things worse since yeah. they started for sure like like businesses are closing down like they're like closing their doors because of the convoy
3: yeah like they People in
0: can't get to
2: work and can't work because yeah like it's dangerous for them to work
0: because a bunch they of fucking fat boards process. are idling and using the you know public streets as like a fucking you know parking lot to idle in or whatever like yeah, the, the only place...
1: the thing that's
2: funny to me is like they're always complaining about freedom and it's like bitch, I'm at a bar right now. It's very like brace Belden. like, do you know how many blankets we have? It's so warm here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah,
1: I think I think the stupidest thing they're doing is fucking with the ambassador bridge. and Like they are they are Oh asking, yeah, that's they're, gonna they're that's asking gonna be... for some really intense yeah. shit to happen and again who knows. Like if they if they didn't do that and did everything else, I think uh,
2: I think Because uh, like some, you, can't really knows sure. it. you can annoy yeah. like As much as like the Very bad class analysis where they're like Yes the people who own half million dollars Of capital equipment Are definitely the work like They're obviously not the working class Well whereas yeah the people, Whereas the people who like work at the Mall in the food court are Who are yeah. the people who yeah. are also getting like Annoyed by the endless honking mm-hmm. But like and based off of what I've heard from Albertans is like they do not use their border crossings at all. No. In the same way but like yeah fucking with that ambassador crossing is like yeah no we actually have to deal with you now.
1: Like my, my buddies were joking in a DM about how like they're going to do a Bin Laden raid on the GoFundMe organizers. <laughs> <laughs> the, US, the US government is going to do it. Uh, uh, they had some good lines. They were saying like what was it? They're dumping the body bag into the Rideau Canal but it just bounces off because it's so frozen over. Joe that's a traditional
0: President Joe Biden I'm going to say right now invade us we don't deserve to exist just do it it's fine it'll be fine
1: well they're already they're already doing that by uh, having uh, by having They're funding Uh, sorry I'm, I'm trying to find a way to connect to this Olympic game I'm watching
0: well anyways speaking of the dumbest people on earth um Barstool is at it again um, over something that I, I, I did just want to briefly touch on, which is yeah. uh, the Seattle times firing of Marissa and Jimmy, um who by my estimation was one of the best in the biz. I actually have a funny, I, I would just briefly say something because I think this is funny. I was on a podcast with her once and I like, because like, I don't pay attention to the East coast. I like had no idea who she was. And then I, and I like, I like put my foot in my, like, I didn't put my foot in my mouth, but I was just like, Oh, we probably know like some of the same people or whatever. And then I like get on Twitter to follow her. And I'm just like, Oh, she fucking writes for like <laughs> the, the like Boston Herald or whatever. and has like tens of thousands of followers. And that was, I felt like a huge jackass. Um, but anyways, I like how uh, this is you not putting your foot in your mouth. Well, yeah, you know, I mean it, it, it could have been worse, is what I was what I, sure. what I will say about it. Um but uh, yeah, it's a very strange uh, firing. Um I think she was she was let go something like uh, a week or a few days before the end of her probation
2: period. Classic cough, Oh, movie Jesus cough. Christ, really?
0: Yeah. And was oh. told the only reason she was given is what we don't like your writing style. That's what they said. Yep. And You're fucking kidding yeah. me. Yeah. And then so she writing- was like one week away from being able to like
2: fire, file file grievance with her. She, and she moved yeah.
1: from Bo- she moved from Boston all the way to Seattle to mm-hmm. to help like open up hockey for the media market in yep. Seattle. She's doing awesome yep. articles. Like I would read her articles where she would describe icing to like the layman.
0: Yeah, that was great.
1: Uh, and like those are great articles. Like she, she's a good writer. That's she's a very good writer. That.
0: Um, um, and uh, of course, so we, and we know why this happened. Uh, so. Erica Martini and Dave Porntoy, um, Erica Martini is pretty good. came <laughs> came out of the uh, uh woodwork to dance on her grave. I guess because like just about fucking anybody in uh in hockey, she. I assume, at some point was critical of them and they keep a fucking bigger enemies list than Richard Nixon. Um, I thought you meant yourself. I thought you were going to say yourself. Me? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, man, I've probably brought this up before, but I just can't get over, like... They're just... Like, Dave Portnoy is the most sensitive man on Earth. Like, he is such a fucking wimp. He, he can't take even, like, like if a third grader called him a boogerhead, he would, you, like, there, get his be parents ten, fired.
1: There'd be a 10-minute uh, emergency reaction YouTube video. Absolutely. Uh, he has the post and he's crying. <laughs> yeah. So What is this country coming to? Uh, but uh, the, the gist of this, if you, if you don't know about it, is Mersin Gemi and Uh sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Uh, yeah. Also, you weren't listening to this. She's been heavily and extremely justifiably critical of Dave Portnoy, uh, somebody who has been the subject of a lot of extremely well documented and well publicized uh, sexual assault charters. And especially Business Insider, I think it's called Insider now, uh, has been writing most of those. Unfortunately, most of them are behind paywalls. Yeah, Um, that's really funny. That's really chilling stuff. Um, It's very highly documented. Um, I encourage you, if you're comfortable and you don't know anything about the Barstool network and spit and spitting uh, et cetera, you should look this up and see how everybody in that network, especially their fans, who are the worst fans of anything in the world, uh, have all been ignoring it and harassing it's, anybody. It's who the sports
0: media that. version of the Epstein flight logs. Yeah.
2: Like people
1: yeah. who
0: associate with Barstool, basically did yeah. you
2: see that thread by um yolo pinato about how like barstool is the launch is like reputation or sorry spinning chicklets is like reputation laundering for barstool absolutely and specifically the nhl um i'll probably link it in the replies to when we post this on twitter sure but it's a very very clever and insightful thread because it's like i mean obviously it's probably it's possibly overstated in terms of like how explicitly it's thought out sure. by the NHL. However, the actual reality of what is happening where it's the NHL uses spinning chiclets to the NHL is basically thrown in the towel on growing their That's presence. What you're
0: saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So they
2: sort of use spinning chiclets to stay relevant and then they, you know, let all their players go on it. Um, like notably, Elias Pedersen, and then people go insane whenever you criticize Pedersen for doing this. But then at the same time, Bar still uses spinning chiclets to like launder their reputation because they're like, "Hey, look at this flagship thing of ours that is got all this buy-in and cachet from like an actual big four sports league,
0: and that people take seriously, and that like the guys involved with have a relatively like, like it's it's shameful to say this, but like. Those three guys are like the least controversial guys on the entire Barstool network, oh, even yeah. though they're they still are. like questionable in a lot of ways. Yeah, they, the,
2: they are absolutely the least questionable. That's an easy statement. Yeah. <laughs>
0: they're yeah. the least
1: questionable, and I still think they're horrible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would and agree and with that. they just remember how they came after JD for well, I forgot what JD was doing, but he was like not out of pocket at all. And all the Barstool people just like, ruined his life for a week, basically.
0: Yeah, and I... And then I... I Only yeah, we can yeah. ruin JD's life. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. allowed. Um, I will uh, also mention, uh, someone pointed this out to me, but uh, the day... Because Marissa didn't announce it until... Um, a week later. A week later. The day... That means that the day that she was fired, um, I believe... Was the same day that she tweeted about Jacob Panetta, um, who was the player on the uh, other end of the like Jordan Subban uh, controversy, hmm. <clears throat> which we never talked about. Um, all I'm going to yeah. say.
1: I, I didn't look into it. All I'm going to say I, I about that a gist is. Of it I caught how people talked about it. There's been a
0: lot of people um, kind of willing to. Uh, willing to buy Panetta's story that he wasn't aware um, of. Yeah. So on the same day that Marissa and Jamie quote tweeted uh, the official player mm-hmm. statement and said uh, the unimaginable position of a white guy being held accountable, um, mm-hmm. which is funny the, the uh, other
1: the other thing that is uh like I, I think we didn't really describe this all very well but their uh barcel sports is uh or dave portnoy i think filed a lawsuit for defamation i believe related yeah. to the claims around sexual assault i think it specifically was that business insider sure but i think it also happened at the same time like marissa was talking about it a lot and a lot of harassment went against her and For sure, I'm I'm gonna guess this is Seattle Times, and this is just speculation. Seattle Times, yeah, didn't want to mess with the lawsuit, and didn't want to mess with these like frothing at the mouth fans. (laughs) Maybe Uh, I don't know, like straight up like white supremacist fans, like in a lot of cases. And
0: well, on the on the subject of the Panetta thing, because because we never talked about it, I did just want to say like a lot of people have been going around being like, oh, well, he might not have known, and he didn't realize. I'm I'm sorry, like you do monkey ape shit at a black person you would know what you're fucking doing yeah that's ridiculous even and you know what for me, that word actually it's it's that word actually just means ignorant person
1: it, even Level if you bullshit. don't even if you don't know what you're doing you <laughs> we still face consequences for things that we didn't realize we were doing yeah, And I think you have yeah. to buck up for something, especially when you don't understand the context. If you well, don't, you, know, you know when don't get to hide you behind you.
0: Well, you know when you high-stick a player and then you skate over to the referee and you go, actually, I didn't mean to, and then they, they take the penalty away? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did just want to mention that because it was it was fucked up. There's a great uh, article about it in Defector that is not paywall. Uh, That I will uh, make Justin link in the episode notes.
1: Is this where I haven't been listening to the episodes lately? Is this where (laughs) Justin's going to come in with the? With a little insert here. and thing. I don't know, maybe. Fuck you, know you won't.
3: <laughs> no, but I do just want to jump in and clarify that what Panetta had actually said is that he was doing a bodybuilding gesture towards Suban to call him a fake tough guy, essentially. Not that he didn't know it was racist to do a gorilla impression at a person of color. Um, I'm not saying this to defend him. I just believe that if we're going to make fun of him, which we should, it should be for what he actually said. Anyway, you're in the past. I'm in the future. No one can respond to me. I'm in the past from where the listeners are in the future. Let's get back to the show.
0: Anything else we want to say on that? Uh, fuck Barstool. Yeah. Um,
1: it is It is uh, like, I can't, I wish it was a much bigger story. I know yeah. I saw lots of mainstream journalists like say, oh no, that's so horrible and stuff. I just like, I wish, I wish there'd be like front page stories in the athletic and Vancouver sign- or not front page, but like front page sports on the sports section, like I wish more people talked about uh real cancel culture in this, in this. Uh, yeah, this yeah, absolutely. It's it- out of nowhere. One of the most successful, uh, most accomplished and most impressive uh, hockey journalists in, uh, on this continent um, just gets fired uh, because she rightfully pointed out sexual abuse and wasn't the first one to do it. Also like it's, uh, I, I was grinding my teeth when I was reading about that. And I, she's gonna, I hope she, land, like, I want to say she's going to land on her feet, but this industry is, is sucks uh, ass fucking sucks. This is a
0: demon bitch goddess. Yeah. So <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I have, I, I always hope that people will land on uh, their feet and I suspect that Marissa is talented and well-regarded enough that she will, but it's still a huge pain in the ass um, to have to go through and, and any
1: sports market she goes to. There's gonna be Barstool fans who are who are gonna be writing about it. Yep. So
0: uh what's next in the docket? Well it, uh yeah, okay, sure. sure. Uh I have not watched a single second. Apparently the Olympics are happening. Uh, but they're happening in there's, China, which means they're bad. That's, yeah, that's there's right. Been so so many, many people who have just been it.
2: like going down really steep things really fast. And frankly, it is awesome. I do not care about anything else going on. There's, there, there's people doing funny funny stunts. It's, it's awesome.
0: Oh, well, if you like funny stunts, then uh, you should go see the new Jackass. Yeah. Uh, which I also, uh, uh, two, two things on that. One, Jackass is a sport. Two, uh, there should be Jackass at the Olympics. That would be uh, good. Get? In the Jackson, Olympics.
2: they tried that. It was called Fear Factor, and that had some massive unintended consequences. <laughs>
1: fair.
2: Yeah,
0: fair.
1: Good. Um, I, I wish, I wish I could like have a button I could click while I'm watching with the Olympics where they just, uh, just no countries were involved. Like I wish it was just all individual athletes. It didn't matter. I where completely from. agree with you, That'd and I would cool, also yeah. like to
2: point out that that was the original plan. Yeah, for, for like the original Olympics. Yeah you weren't allowed to train It was no country. So it was just like Now of course due to the realities of like Late 19th century things It was a bunch of rich British lazy shobles. But like the plan was supposed to be like No you don't have countries you just show up And compete it would be cool
0: Not um, being allowed to train is dope Yeah, It was just like
2: whoever's Naturally the best at this
0: <laughs> That's, that, that is so cool Man, yeah, I no, that's we, awesome. It's like the have... dumb guy
2: post, which, by the way, I completely agree with. That, like, yeah. and like the CBC's actually done this a couple of times, where they're like, "No, we should make an average person do this Olympic sport, so you Absolutely. can see how hard it is." I um, volunteer
0: I've a few times. Yeah. I volunteer to be the guy who does it. There's just it one be, person who fun. gets
2: like a month to like learn how to do the thing, and then they w- get blown out, and you can see, like, okay, that is actually how good they are. Because I've been mean, doing the the thing where like. You know, like sometimes when you watch the Olympics, you're like, oh, I could do that. Or like, I would not die doing that. I need someone to fail miserably so I can be like, no, that's better than I would do.
0: And this is why hockey is fake, because we do that with uh, emergency backup goalies. And I'm fairly certain they still have like a 100% winning (laughs)
1: percentage. I want to read out It's BC Jim's tweet uh that i retweeted from the rock fever account this one's a bit more specific to hockey in the olympics but he said this middle ground for olympic hockey sucks it should either be the best of the best or strictly amateur if i don't yeah. get nhlers i want to see the winnipeg fire and rescue versus the fourth guards tank army merrimack college or the orange keldsvik sawmill all-stars things of that yes. nature
0: yeah absolutely yeah. agreed
1: i want to go back to industry like fact factories <laughs> yeah athletes, totally you
0: know? Yeah. It's it is uh it does suck when the NHL doesn't send athletes because it's just it's just like okay, well now it's going to be just whatever pro league did. It's going to like whatever country of whatever pro league did send their athletes. Well, yeah, because like, Russia it. turns
2: into a powerhouse because they have all their like KHL guys who don't wanna play in North America for like Thailand reasons. Um <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do like how it turns into the Spangler Cup without the NHLers there.
0: Yes. Even
2: though it did ruin this podcast because we were supposed to do uh, remembering some guys with the Olympic rosters, but then the Athletics stole that idea from us.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's Mm -hmm. not the first time the Athletics stolen an idea from us. They also stole the uh, NHL soundtracks idea. Uh, And they got Theo from Gob to do it. I was so pissed.
1: Anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man.
0: It's okay. Um,
1: when, when the athletic dies at an institution and just becomes like a little corner piece of the New York Times, um, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll pay Theo to come on for sure. Yeah. Anything
0: uh, else about the Olympics? Did we? Did I? I, I literally have nothing to say because I haven't watched. I I've just I been care. like
1: mad the whole week because like all I see about the Olympics and because during the day is when the take economy operates and it's at night when the Olympics are on. So like, if you're when you're on your phone, it's usually like during the day because yep. I'm lazy at work. Uh, and that's when I see all the Olympic coverage, but it's all, it's all about uh, politics about China uh, and like imperialist politics about China or yeah. like, Western yeah. politics about China. And it uh, it's just the worst shit I've ever seen. Like I want to mute the Olympics from my feed, but I also don't want to miss the stuff that happens. Um, uh I was thinking specifically about, and I was tell, telling these guys about it, uh, about Russia being represented as you know the Russian Olympic Committee. And just uh, the thing that came to mind was the amount of cheating scandals that American athletes have been involved in yeah. on international levels. Yeah. I'm thinking Lance Armstrong. I'm thinking, oh, sorry, not even just cheating, but just like heinous shit that should get you banned. And if any other country did it, they would get banned. Yeah, I'm thinking about Larry Nasser. And the U.S. Yep. and gymnastics team. Um, yeah, like, how is that end- any worse than
2: whatever, like, China was doing with their tennis team? Like, yeah. or whatever the fuck it was.
0: And the thing that I always, the thing that always pisses me off about, like, the um, the discourse around, like, you know, oh, we can't have the Olympics in this country because of human rights abuses or whatever is always like... Well, you can't have it anywhere other than Greece because it's cultural appropriation. Well, oh, that's a good take. Uh, I agree yeah. with that. Uh, yeah. Greek exit
1: And it should always only happen in one city. Mind. No, like...
0: Okay,
2: so like I would say the joking thing, like, oh, it should just be in Athens all the time because, like, the Greeks... Admit. But, like, practically speaking, it should actually be in Greece because that way one, the Greek economy could probably use it. <laughs> yeah. Two... If you have them in the same city all the time, like you don't have to build infrastructure, which is the reason why the games suck and are expensive. Three, are if
0: we embrace the idea of uh, the regular guy doing every event, we could make it be Stavros Halkius, which would rock. I <laughs> think <laughs> that'd be super funny. Um, uh, I was just going to say like in in terms of the like, oh, you can't have the Olympics here because this country's bad. The, the like corollary to that is always Yemen. Like, we're, what we're about standing. Yemen? You know, like. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, which country is? isn't bad? Yeah, like what country isn't bad? But specifically, like as far as the West is concerned, it's like there's a literal that we we support a literal genocide in Yemen. It's happening right now. These and two countries
1: like, are built or exist because of genocide. Yeah. Well, there's that yeah. too.
0: But but even if you're even if you're on, even if you only count like thing that's actively happening right now.
1: Yeah. Well, there's if you want to talk well, Canada and U.S., it's Yemen and Afghanistan also. For sure. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, like I wish uh, it, It's it's funny because like the three of us agree on almost everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, so
1: so we are so different from a normal sports show where there's like butting heads. But like yeah, if you're a listener who who buys into that, like like DM one of us and like. If you want to be convinced on this line by us, like DM one of us, like we'd be happy to explain it. It's kind of hard to like get into the argument here because we all agree on everything. Um, but just- don't... I mean, like I am
2: probably the most like pro international sport amongst us. Cause like, sure. not like I ever really wanted to make the Olympic team. Cause it was never really a thing that- You I were was too cool for to that. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah definitely that was what it was not that like oh fuck these guys are way the fuck faster than me
0: yeah <laughs> um
2: but like one of but my friends so close, i went to so. canada games with went to the olympics this year and it is still really that's fucking dumb. cool that's my that's plan. i know that, like, that's gotta be so cool <laughs> and so it's like i totally see where like the original olympic ideals of like hey humans can do some pretty cool stuff and it's mm-hmm. neat when people do things really quickly or really jump off things really high It's really cool. It's just, could we do it without all the weird nationalism and all the corruption?
1: Yeah, Uh, and and another thing I already said was uh, I hate all the topics or the conversation about like the doping around the ROC and other countries um, because, or and the way that they just turn, I mix that up, the way that they turn the Olympics and Olympics coverage and all the discourse around it into war games. um, Oh, yeah. And it's it's all about a fight. Uh, like it's all a foreign policy battle uh through the olympics that's all every journalist wants to talk about there'll be somebody doing something amazing and then they'll talk about that and then use it as a way to end up talking about global news uh, and and just just foreign policy issues
0: and it sucks Um, because it's like there are cool stories about like what the athletes do and shit Yeah, yeah. there Like most of them, you know, like Alex Billado. Do you guys remember Alex Billado? Oh, was he the Slalom guy? Uh, He was moguls. That's what it was. was Moguls, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And uh, he—he's just a fucking accountant. You know, that that fucking rocks.
2: That shit is. Or um, the Luge guy from Team Canada, who was no skeleton. Sorry, who was just like somehow he was a auctioneer, which is a job that still exists. (laughs) That rocks.
0: John Montgomery. Did you guys know John Montgomery yeah, yes. hosts the Amazing Race Canada? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that until like yesterday. <laughs> I was—I like, forgot, forgot that until you mentioned it. Yeah. The
1: um, other one that I always remember is that I think it was the 2010 World Cup uh, mm-hmm. uh, for for soccer. Uh, the news, Z- like New Zealand, made it, and all of none of their players except one was a professional soccer player, and they made the World Cup.
0: Oh, that rocks! Like, they the had to, Iceland.
1: No, no, or I actually didn't follow that one that much, but New Zealand was the case. Oh, it was also New Zealand. Okay. It was also New Zealand. And like so many of them just like had to ask for like three weeks off of work. Which <laughs> <laughs> was just my favorite thing. I
0: like just you- love I just love the idea of being like, Can I have three weeks off so I can go to the Olympics? <laughs> and then your boss being like ah, You're gonna have to pull some overtime after this, man. <laughs> like, yeah
1: boss asking you to like can you wear at least wear a company logo where like <laughs> or like paper shop logo <laughs> when you get interviewed um well, yeah I, I was and this was all this was all leading to like sure you can't talk you can't make the olympics war and then cry Have like actual a fucking war? baby and then cry like a fucking baby when you find out a country dopes yeah or like yeah. one player dopes you, you can't you can't also like at one time be like Beating like uh, brandishing a gun around and then just whining about this little thing. Like I know it tarnishes a sport at some level, but I, I I really hate I really hate the uh, the
2: discourse around it. Um, yeah. yeah, doping is bad because it's like a worker safety thing, not because it's like
1: yeah, like unfair. it's a, the Russian the Russian kid. It's a fifteen-year-old girl. Like yeah, that it's, yeah, it's it's, it's horrible that, that that that's happening, and I think
2: yeah especially with that one it's like it's very i mean 15 year olds can make some bad choices but at the same time it's pretty clearly a failure of the people around her to protect her
1: yeah, yeah. absolutely I mean, plenty of other things that we we know that anybody at that age like it's not their decision to do that kind of thing on at some level right so
0: well wow. um, uh yeah, speaking so, of speaking of the terrible best the, uh, I was speaking of the best say, athletes in the world at their sport i was going to say speaking of uh terrible dub sporting events run by evil people. Um, the <laughs> NHL All-Star NFL Game just NFL. happened. Um, I did not watch it. Uh, because team I never North America sport. won
2: over Team Europe by 17 to 13? I have no idea.
0: I don't even know how that... I From what I understand, it's still the, the John Scott uh, year format with the, the four divisions, divisions, each getting a three-on-three team or whatever. Um, yeah that's what it actually is the john scott uh here was the that was the best all-star game ever uh yeah, it will never course. be repeated unless maybe uh they steal my idea which uh was a dumb thing that i tweeted on the toilet that for some reason has more interactions than anything i've tweeted in the past like year um which is uh yeah which is what if they did a reverse all-star game for all the worst players in the league um and i think that would be cool and funny so uh i made a roster i made two rosters uh because i wasn't doing the stupid three-on-three team shit because that would have been way too confusing um but i did make two rosters for two uh reverse all-star teams. Um, I used Lucas Pisa memorial pool rules uh, where games played counted uh, because I don't, didn't want to just pick like a bunch of guys who play in the AHL. I didn't want to just make this the AHL all-star game where it's uh, with like players who played one or two games and like, you know, had like a, had, had like nine shots against and zero shots for in their one game. Um. So what I decided to do is I sorted by uh, games played and uh, on games played on NHL.com and time on ice on uh, natural stat trick and devised two teams, one team boxcar where I picked the players with the least amount of points over at least 30 games and team Corsi with the worst uh, shot attempts and expected goals with at least 250 minutes of ice time. Uh, And I just split up the goalies one and four and two and three because uh, like of the four worst goalies, because I couldn't,
3: no one knows how goalies
0: work. No one understands advanced advanced stats for goalies. The people who claim that they do are making it up. Um every goalie status. Well, depends, bank, depends Jackson. Which percentage. goalies
2: use a uh, reverse VH and which ones look at the puck.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh if your goalie looks at the puck, it means he's good. Uh you don't want a goalie that doesn't look at the puck. David yeah. Quadrelli taught me that.
1: Um happy birthday, David, by the way. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, happy
0: birthday. <laughs> happy birthday Duciliano to David Quadrelli, our favorite listener. Um, so yeah, uh, I made, I made these rosters. Uh, I don't know if we'll have much to say about them, but I thought it would be funny to uh, go through and list off the multiple Canucks and former Canucks that are on these teams. Um, so should I start with Team Boxcar? Sure. Okay. Yeah, so, take it away. Uh, first line, on Team Boxcar. First oh, line can I left- just quickly say,
2: I'm pretty sure Team Boxcar would be better in real life.
0: You know what? I... Actually, I don't know who the teams, teams are. So
2: this is a bold statement.
1: Yeah, I no I,
0: I don't is. know honestly. I, I I think we will have fun debating this. Um, which team would win? Because I think it's close. So first line, uh, left first line left wing on Team Boxcar is uh, noted piece of shit. Austin Watson. Uh, it. Well, I'm so, regretting that statement. <laughs> fucking uh, sucks to suck. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: know who that is. Uh, that's that's. I think that's the same name as like a golfer.
3: I think Fias is combining Bubba Watson and Dustin Johnson. Probably so I,
1: to me, I just think that guy's a golfer. And you know what bad hockey players do? They golf.
3: They golf. It's true.
0: For You're right. Uh, he did Ike Turner shit.
1: Um, I who's Ike Turner?
0: He was Tina Turner's husband.
1: Okay, I don't know, like where that's going. So.
0: Okay, it doesn't matter. Uh, most uh, the, the people who who get it will get it. Yeah, and most people know. already know what Austin Watson's deal is anyways. Okay. Um first line center, Riley Nash. Uh I think this goes uh, this is a, a good one in Elliot's favor because I actually think Riley Nash uh, is okay. I don't I think he's had a bad season, but I think he was at least a good player at one point in his career. Yeah, it definitely
2: was a good player.
0: And that well, will yeah, be. He's
1: on Columbus, who's amazing.
0: There he's will the be pilots. a theme here on Team Boxcar of players who either were supposed to be good or used to be good. Um, one player that, that does not apply to, however, is first line right wing David Quadrelli's favorite player in the world, Zach McEwen.
2: <laughs> How long
1: is this I'm episode so worried that he's in the first line?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Other this is than not
1: that. the Zach McEwen episode, please. God. It, it
0: won't be. I promise. Um, Zach McEwen sucks, though, for real, and that's um, why he uses the first line right winger on uh, the the bad the team of bad get, players.
1: I legit think when we get back to bonuses after your wedding, uh, like we should just do a Patreon episode where it's just it's just fighting about Zach McEwen.
0: Sure. I mean, you, I've you, already you, won you, the fight, so I so I don't see what the point would be. But
1: there's, there's still time.
0: Uh, second line left wing, Christian Vesselainen, who was a first round pick. And I remember was supposed to be like a pretty good player at one point, but apparently that has not worked out. Uh, first line or second line center, Liam O'Brien. I assume that's Shane O'Brien's brother. I don't know who that is, but uh, apparently he sucks. And, uh, second line right wing, Joel Armia, who, Once again, I think falls he under the category good, right? of was good at one point at least, or was at least like decent, was like an above average NHL player. Uh, third line, we have a former member of the best fourth line in hockey, Matt Martin, on left wing. Um, he was also good the I That's really the amazing thing about that. It has enough games
2: played to trip into this team. Okay, cool uh
0: John Hayden at center I don't know who that is sounds like one of those like Sam Worthington Jai Courtney like guys that they tried to make be uh, an actor in like the the 20 the like late 2000s um and on uh right wing we have former Canuck Antoine Roussel who I think probably at this point in his career does belong on this team but once again, was he's good true. at one point.
1: He's he's yeah. only been playing for horrible teams lately. So. That
0: that is true. I that think also
1: true. I think it's an unfortunate placement, but I don't think it's a judgment on his character. And I uh, he'd be like team captain of this team, wouldn't he?
0: Probably, yeah. yeah. In terms of now, uh, nah, yeah, you're right, Riley. And Nash. I also
2: don't know who your defense is, but I th- would bet that one of the defensemen would probably be in the leadership group.
0: Maybe. Hey, you want to know something funny? So I was sorting, I, I sorted by position to make it go faster. And, uh, I was, I was like, okay, defenseman Corsi. And I was like, ah, ha, ha, there's Eric Goodbranson. Branson. And then I realized I was sorting my best Corsi. <laughs> Cause he has like, <laughs> he was like the fourth he's, best he's Corsi He's fantastic.
1: Player. Yeah. I don't know what's my, going on my, there. But... My buddy D- Dustin Fox like r- has been raving about good Branson. It's, he, it's, he says he it's Daryl Sutter. He does the thing, right. Yeah. Yeah, he takes the puck and and uh, and shoots it off the glass, and that's all we need him for. Yeah, he Dar- I think he does that uh, better than anybody it's else. It's
0: the Daryl Sutter effect. He has been known to get good performances out of that type of defenseman. All right, fourth line, left wing. Uh, do you guys remember this guy, Joel Kiviranta? Uh, yeah. Uh, was he on Dallas? Yeah, Dallas. Uh, I don't know if he's still on Dallas. I'm not going to check. I don't care. I there think was, he there, is though. There
1: was a year there where that a bunch of good. just random young Finns showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. And I I I'd never heard of them, and they're all amazing. And Kibiratu is one of them.
0: He uh he scored a really nice goal in the playoffs. That's what I remember. Or or it was no, it was a game winner, I think. Uh so he was he was a, a, a name for for like a, a day or two on Twitter. Everyone was talking about him. Uh fourth line center. Once again, under the category of like was good at one point at least, we have Colton Sevier. Um, he, he was, was really to good that, right? for a really short period of time. Yeah, good thing he's not um, a goalie. So this is this is almost just Bad like the that uh, okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, good, you know, uh, I think I think I might agree with you, uh, um, Elliot. I think this team might might t- might have the edge here. Uh, and then uh, on right wing we have Ryan Carpenter don't remember or know who that is. On defense, we have first pairing Robert Bortuzzo, uh also <laughs> known as we have a Todd Bertuzzi at home. Um and uh Mark Borovietsky, Borokop. Um that is how you say that name, right? It's not Borowicki; it's Borovietsky.
1: Uh I don't I don't know
2: Polish names very well. Yeah, well. Bor- oh, yeah. Honestly, what you're saying makes sense, but I've never heard anyone call him anything other than Borowiki.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, everyone likes him because he like likes uh, left-wing posts sometimes. Um, so if that's the case, why is also, his nickname Cop?
1: I, I think because he stopped, cause he stopped somebody who's like stealing a purse.
2: Sus. I don't know.
1: I, uh, I, I would, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> But he he, he also uh, did some... Real- he also stuff. did the Broadcast, which is unrelated to anything. Yeah, to that's think. cool. That's He, that's he cool. also, and Justin could probably chime in on this, but he uh, he <laughs> uh, gave Justin like a bunch of science stuff after he heard about...
3: Uh...
0: Yes, that's right. Yes, of course. What yeah, they talked or something, too.
3: Yeah, it's pronounced my close personal friend, Mark Borowiecki. Um, he got the Borough cop" nickname from uh, foiling a smash and grab in Gastown, I believe, uh, while he was visiting with the Senators. And yes, he sent me an autographed pair of game-used gloves. Great guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Second pairing, we have Patrick Nemeth and Kyle Burrows. It was
1: Vaporlock. That's Joe Joe Nemeth.
0: Um, (laughs) Kyle Burrows, who uh, had a good start to the year, but has not been very good since. and then third pairing, we have once again uh, under the category of like, I think was either supposed to be good or was good for a time, Olimata at left hand D. And we have another Canuck on right hand D, Tucker Pullman, as our, our third pairing right handed defenseman. And our goalie is Corsi. Okay. Got it. Are, no, this is the, the worst boxcar stats. Although okay. some of these players did also make appearances on the Corsi uh, list, <laughs> and I had to leave them off. Right. Uh, only a couple, though. Only a couple. Um, and our goalies are Philip Grubauer and Caden Primo, which should surprise no one. Okay. It's, at least in the case of Philip Grubauer, who has been terrible.
1: Has he? Where, where is he at now? He's in Seattle. Oh, Seattle.
0: And they again, gave him, and they gave him like so much money.
1: Again, not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Think.
0: I kind of think it is. I kind of think it's. I kind of think Seattle is bad because of Grubauer more than Grubauer is bad because of Seattle. But I also don't know why he's so bad. It seems kind of I mean, insane. I've heard like
1: everything I've seen about Seattle has been people complaining about how like the roster construction is just not good or that they could it's have not. By a but lot.
0: like at the same time, they have a. Uh, they have a first-line center who has more goals than anyone on the Canucks in Jared McCann. So it's not like it's not a terrible team. Yeah, but
1: that's a Canuck curse, though. Yeah. Okay, you're right.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Team Corsi, first-line left wing. We have Matt Nieto. I think decent player for a time. Uh Played for the Sharks. I want to yeah, say he
1: killed us a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds was like a shark. In right. the middle. Oh. Please continue.
1: No, no, no. I, I disagree with Elliot. Like he just has shark vibes. I, I he may, yeah. he could have not played. But is that also because vibe.
2: Miami was a shark and the, the names are kind oh, of similar? Yeah. No, that's totally it. Isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. In the middle, we have my favorite name in maybe hockey history. Greg McKeg. Hell
1: yes. Pretty good one. My yep. favorite guy.
0: Uh, and on right wing, we have uh, noted Tom Wilson kryptonite, Ryan Reeves. Uh, there would be probably a lot of there would probably be a fight in this all-star game it would probably be one of the only all-star games to have a fight in it. Uh, yeah, that probably happens in the 80s or something. Yeah,
1: it must have. John started. Scott should have fought in the all-star game.
0: I feel like he. Just to go for the Gordie Howard track. Didn't he as a bit like have like a fake fight? Oh, that maybe. might have been something that happened.
2: Someone will. Someone, you know what? Let's just move on. Someone will fact check
3: and reply to us.
0: Yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, all right.
3: Probably. John Scott was the all-star game MVP. He had two goals and got in a playful scrap with Patrick Kane. Absolute legend. Uh, uh, second
0: line left wing. We have Zach Sanford. Um, Vaguely remember him at some point. On, yeah. Uh, in the middle, we have Kevin Rooney. Mickey Rooney's great, 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 great grandson. Good for him. Uh,
1: There's a guy on the Canada team right now with the last name Street. They're not a very good name team. <laughs> I want to say that. Not much going for these guys right now. Uh,
0: and on right wing, we have Christian Fisher, who had a pretty good rookie cur- uh, season and then just totally fell off. Um, Do you
1: think he has that little fish symbol on the back of his car? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh left wing on team Corsi, third line. We know he's a great third liner. It's Yuho Lamico. Um yeah, would you believe he has some of the worst underlying numbers in the NHL. Uh,
1: I would like to see what those numbers would look like just under Bruce Boudreau
2: cuz he's been on a tear.
1: Well, I He's well, been better. He, I he, would be interested has, in he's that.
2: had random goals. For I the mean, if only you will love he's on this team's defensive core, then I think the Canucks <laughs> won that trade. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he's not. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, In the middle, we have Dylan Gambrell, a name I also vaguely remember, but don't know who he is. And filed under a formerly good player on the right wing, Jacob Silverberg. Uh, played with That's Ryan bad. Kessler in Anaheim for a time. I'm gonna look him up. Let's see uh let's see how he's doing this year. Just just for fun.
1: Jakob Silverberg.
0: Jakob Silverberg, sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: Yo. I'm bad with the uh, with the um Jacobs and the Jacobs.
1: Did you know that if you look up a lot of the uh Swedish chef videos on YouTube that they yeah, have their subtitles are, titles, are like in- they have subtitles?
0: That's amazing. In and the subtitles are
1: like
2: jokes. Yeah.
1: That's
0: really great. Uh, like they kept the joke
2: in for the subtitle, yeah.
0: That's good, yeah. He has 15 points in 42 games this year, so he's not, like, good, but he's not, like... I mean, clearly uh, he's he doing badly with his underlying numbers, but...
1: Where's
0: he at? Uh, he's still in Anaheim. Oh. He fell off uh, pretty quickly, though, because he's only 31. I mean, that and... team.
1: that team has a good next three years coming up so
0: true yeah
1: it's probably a good idea for him to stick around and be a good third line presence
0: he had like a very solid uh like six or so years where he was like in and around like 40 points pretty consistently and then last year he fell off pretty bad on worse teams too fallen fallen off yeah uh again this year um and then our fourth line is adam ernie Uh, A guy that I seem to vaguely remember being good in like NHL 14 and like Uh, one of
1: the shortest guys in the league.
0: You sure? You sure you're not thinking of Nathan Gerby? I am. I totally am. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Casey Sezikis in the middle. Another, uh, I feel like guy who was on the best fourth line in hockey in uh, on long Island there. And uh, I'm, Lord of the Rings ass name, Mackenzie Entwistle on uh, <laughs> fourth line right wing. Uh, on defense, our first pairing is Jake McCabe and uh, one of da- uh, Viasa's favorite players, Dyson Mayo.
1: Yep, love that one a lot.
0: Uh, our second pairing is. I don't even know who he plays for. Me neither, don't remember. Uh, Andre Sekara. A guy who, once again, I remember being good at some point. And uh, Niels Lundqvist, who I've never heard of, uh, but had is having a terrible year for whatever team he plays for.
3: That would be the New York Rangers, and he has been the centerpiece of a number of JT Miller trade rumors.
0: And our final pairing is... Really down the family? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marco Scandella and Nikita Zaitsev. I feel like two guys who stupid people thought were supposed to be good and then never materialized and are now huge drags on their team. And at goalie, we have Unis Corpusalo and Kevin Lankinen. Um so yeah. That's our that's our reverse all-star teams. I'm who sorry, do you guys for this? <laughs> Who do you guys think is taking this one? I actually like at first I was like, "Oh yeah, it's probably the uh, the boxcar team." But then as I got through both rosters, I was like, "Actually, I don't know."
1: Boxcar team had more people I knew about. Fair. So I think <laughs> I'm they trying win. to not use that as my deciding factor, but I mean, they had they have Grubauer, the second team doesn't. I mean, they don't have a goalie that I've heard even fucking heard of. So.
0: Eunice Corpusala you, was you okay. Heard of yeah. Eunice Corpasalo.
1: Oh, I forgot he's a goalie.
0: <laughs> I'm not a hockey fan, guys. I'm a Canucks fan. <laughs> yeah, very true. Corpasalo, the guy
2: who's like accurately describes how Sammy looked after like 3 seasons in Vancouver.
0: I think um or- <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think I'm actually going to go with uh team Corsi because uh they have they have more uh, offensive ability, I think. And I think with... That's probably uh, fair. As bad of a defense as both of these teams have, the team that can score more goals will probably win.
2: See, I think Boxcar could act... Like, Boxcar's defensive core actually looks like it could be a thing for a couple games.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, uh, a team... C- The worst team in the league could feasibly be running with this defense. Probably with the pairs adjusted. But like.
1: How much better are these defense than. uh, Or like, how much better is the Canucks defense? Sorry, I'm eating nuts right now. uh, The Canucks Canucks defense
0: defense. defense is put Quinn Hughes on one of these defenses. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, put Quinn Hughes on the boxcar team's defense, and you have the Canucks
2: defense. So it's right about where we are now. The boxcar has Burroughs and Poolman <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. like uh, it's yeah. just
2: Borowicki It's just Wiki instead of like Myers, and that's sort of OEL, and then Patrick Vichuzo Nemeth instead of, Myers. Instead of like, yeah, exactly. Like, like that's just what it is. Um, just got hurt, now he called up Olimata or different Mata. Uh
0: whichever Mata. I it, I don't. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. Matter with you. <laughs> All right, Um, that's enough of this. My my fiance is home now, so I think what we should do is uh, next week when there will probably not be much to talk about, we should just finally uh, do like all of our voicemails. Uh, We'll do a call-in episode. Um, Sure, sounds good.
1: We'll also have the Olympics to talk about by then. I think some stuff happened there.
0: All right, fair enough. I Uh, really,
1: I really, uh, I really want Canada to lose especially during this convoy bullshit absolutely that would be so like that would be sweet That that would just be really beautiful also have you seen like I'm, i don't know if anybody else is watching this right now but the jerseys are horrible
0: yeah i believe year. it
1: they they just keep getting more of this uh, just like this weird black usage um like we're the evil team in a mighty ducks movie absolutely we're not good oh with- yeah
0: my yeah. my fiance is horrified by the jackass that i have on the background right
1: now what's, what's happening what's happening right now
0: uh i don't know because i can't hear but
1: what's on oh, the screen oh what's
0: it's happening? it's the uh it's the uh toy car ass oh that's a classic one. scene yeah it's a classic the doctor the doctor funny. in that is so funny
1: yeah the doctor is very he's
0: funny. like he just going
1: he just like grabs a guy by the shoulders and he's like you shouldn't tell anybody about this,
0: which is <laughs> which is how I like, feel. Which is how I, feel, is how I feel about this podcast, actually. <laughs> um, on oh, that note, uh, wait, oh, okay. We, oh, I right, did, we I have did, to I fucking did, draw did. for the last book. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: one of our Patreon listeners, I'm, I'm not going to mention no. them by name. No, message me because I messaged everybody who uh, was going to receive uh, the betting on empty book, which you should go buy. Go look up Betting on Empty. Go look up your at your Q21 on Twitter. You'll see his pinned tweet um, selling an amazing comic book about all the Betting on Empties with context in color. You can get hardcover, paperback, um, all for a pretty good, pretty good price. Um, one of our listeners, uh, who I had emailed for their address, uh, just <laughs> responded saying, I don't want the book. I don't want to learn anything more about Jim Benning. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, respect to you. So, uh, we did a redraw. Um, I, I already plugged in the names again, and I'm very happy to announce that, uh, friend of ours, Tim Wilkinson, is receiving oh, yeah. the Bending on awesome. Etsy book in place. Tim, Funny. who I, I i would have hoped to hang out with by now, but pandemic and a move to Vancouver. Yeah. Tim, if you ever want to, uh, you, you, you do some really cool woodwork. If you ever want to stay on my couch and build me some shelves, uh, <laughs> stay for free. Uh, hit me up.
0: Tim the Tool Man.
1: Tim the Tool yeah. Man.
0: All right. Uh, on that note, you can follow me on Twitter at FailsOnMcDonalds.
1: You can follow me at the TheOsterAn. I will keep the account public for like three more days and then <laughs> I'm going to be terrified by the bar exam where the first week is about ethics and I'll hear some shit about social media and the law, and I will sweat and I will delete all my tweets again.
2: (laughs) Uh, You can follow me at Moose Kayak.
0: Don't forget to follow the show at Roxy Fever. Subscribe to the Patreon. I promise there will be stuff up on there soon. And um, yeah. Uh, Send your hate mail to God, so many choices in this one. Just everybody. (laughs) <laughs> I hate everybody.
1: Feats of, Feats of strength or airing uh, huh? of grievances. Airing of grievances. Yep.
0: All right. Ciao, everybody.
1: Bye bye. See you.